Hello everyone, this video was recorded for the VMConf22 Vulnerability Management Conference. I want to talk about the blind spots in the knowledge basis of vulnerability scanners and vulnerability management products. My name is Alexander Leonov, I have been working in the field of vulnerability management since 2009. For the first six years I worked in a VM vendor and then I started working on the customer side. I have a blog avilionov.com and a telegram channel avilionov.com. All the reports that I generated and used in this presentation are attached to a pinned post in my telegram channel. So if you want to check them out, follow the QR code. First of all, I want to make it clear that this presentation is not targeted against any particular VM vendor. I like them all. My sole purpose is to highlight existing issues in order to improve the overall level of vulnerability assessment. One of the biggest problems, in my opinion, is that vulnerability management solutions are often presented in marketing as a kind of magic wand that can detect every vulnerability in any system, like it is easy and obvious. But of course, this is not true. It takes a lot of intensive daily work of hundreds of people to understand how the software update process works on different systems and how to correctly detect vulnerabilities in them. And treating it like a commodity, like something natural and uninteresting, devalues the work of these people. I have been developing vulnerability detection checks for years, and this hurts my feelings too. It is clear that when the security content developers of the VM vendor are working on new checks to detect vulnerabilities, they have some plan and some priorities. What will they work on first? Most likely they will add the most critical and known vulnerabilities first. These vulnerabilities are the most dangerous for customers and on the other hand they can be effectively demonstrated in marketing. Like see how quickly we added the log for shell detections. Then there will be vulnerabilities for software that is used or may be used by large customers of this VM vendor. Most likely vulnerabilities in enterprise level software products. If for some systems vulnerability detection checks can be generated automatically, for example based on security bulletins, these systems will also be supported in priority. But in any case to achieve full coverage of all vulnerabilities is an extremely difficult task, rather even impossible. So the question is how to assess whether the coverage is sufficient. One way to evaluate the coverage of vulnerability management products is to compare the knowledge basis by CVE IDs. We simply take sets of CVE IDs that each of the scanner can detect, then overlap these sets and see which scanner can detect more vulnerabilities. Naturally, this approach has limitations, which I will demonstrate myself. If the CV is in the KB, it may not be enough. Okay, CV exists in the knowledge base of the vulnerability management solution, but we do not take into account the type of detection check it is associated with. It can be authenticated based, banner based, 
or exploitation based. This is an important factor because different checks provide different quality of detection and require different development resources. It happens that one CVE affects many products at once, as in the case with Log4Shell. When comparing by CVE, we cannot say exactly for which products the VM solution can detect this particular CVE ID. In addition, we should not forget that there are vulnerabilities without a CVE ID, and there are many. If we compare only by CVE, we leave these vulnerabilities out of scope, which is also not good. But if there is no CVE, this is definitely a problem. This may mean that the VM solution is not able to detect vulnerability at all. This may mean that the VM solution can detect this vulnerability, but the CVE ID is not specified in the vulnerability description. This is not a super critical problem, but still a problem. For example, this can affect the prioritization of vulnerabilities. But how bad is it that the VM solution is unable to detect some set of vulnerabilities? I often hear from representatives of VM vendors. Well, yes, we do not detect some CVEs. So what? We detect everything important. Let's talk about the VM process and our dashboards. Of course, for the most part, it is some kind of sales technique, objection handling and NLP. But there is some truth in this. Indeed, it can be pretty hard to tell if a VM solution should detect some set of CVEs. But do VM solutions really detect everything that is needed? Let's check it out. Let's start with the most obvious case. Last year, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency released the known exploited vulnerabilities catalog. It contains relatively few entries. At the time of my research, February 8, 2022, there were 352 CVs. There are definitely exploits for them. These vulnerabilities are definitely used by attackers. There are also strict patch deadlines for US Federal Civilian Executive Branch, CCEB agencies, to fix these vulnerabilities. In other words, these are really critical vulnerabilities, relevant to the enterprise environment. It would be logical to assume that all of them can be detected by VM solutions. Is it so? To make the comparison, I used my open source project VulnKBDiv. I compared OpenVAS, officially renamed as GVM, with GCF, free Greenbone community feed, Tenable Nessus, and NVD databases. For those who want to repeat the analysis, I must clarify that VulnKBDiv obtains information about Nessus plugins from vulners.com and this requires a commercial or researcher license. I have a researcher license, thanks a lot to Volner's team for that. The rest of the data I take directly from open sources. On February 8, 2022, I took 352 CVEs from the CISA Known Exploited Vulnerabilities Catalog and used VulnKBDiv to see which ones are in Nessus and OpenVAS. 
we can see that the commercial NASA scanner can detect more vulnerabilities than free OpenVAS. This is not surprising, although the presence of nine vulnerabilities that NASA does not detect, but OpenVAS detects, is interesting. There are also 47 vulnerabilities that neither NASA nor OpenVAS can detect. It is about 13%. I will not analyze all the vulnerabilities, but I would like to outline some theses. Does it make sense to use OpenVAS GVM with the free Greenbone community feed to detect vulnerabilities in enterprise infrastructure? Yes, but you need to understand that it will not detect vulnerabilities in some products such as Cisco IS, Cisco ASA, Atlassian Confluence, VMware Solutions. You probably remember last year there was a lot of noise about the Casea VSA and Axelion FTA vulnerabilities. Also, just recently, everyone was talking about the Microsoft Exchange Proxy Shell RCE. Well, OpenVAS cannot detect all this. As you can read on Greenbone website, quote, However, the GCF receives no new NVTs for features for enterprise environments since September 4, 2017. This decision is regarded an adequate balance between community needs and commercial needs. End of quote. Keep this in mind. Now let's see what Nessus cannot detect. First, it does not know how to detect some of the vulnerabilities that OpenVAS detects. Rconfig and Apache struts can certainly be found on corporate networks. What about vulnerabilities that both Nessus and OpenVAS cannot detect? At first, I thought that there will be vulnerabilities that are usually out of scope of VM solutions. For example, vulnerabilities in smartphones. But actually, I see only two vulnerabilities for Android. The rest are quite critical vulnerabilities in enterprise-level products. Although there could not be other vulnerabilities in the CISA non-exploited vulnerabilities catalog. By the way, these two vulnerabilities which are in the catalog and are detected by OpenVAS and Nessus, but are not present in NVD, demonstrate a problem with NVD. Vulnerabilities now get there with a very long delay. The next step, I wanted to increase the scope to show the scale of the problem. I took all the CVEs published last year, 2021, by the way, you can't get them by the mask CVE 2021. The correct way to do this is using the NVD publication date. A total of 20,131 CVE IDs were published in 2021. 3,944 of them are abnormal. For example, CVE 2002, 2007, 2008 and so on. It is difficult to say what the reason is. Apparently, decentralization and uncoordinated work of Mitre and CV numbering authorities, CNAs. So, on February 8, 2022, I took 20,131 CVEs published in 2021 and used WULN KBDIF to see 
which ones are in Nessus and OpenVES KBs. Nessus can detect more vulnerabilities than the free OpenVES. However, even Nessus and OpenVES together detect less than one-third of all NVD CVEs published in 2021. Nessus can detect 14,606 vulnerabilities. So I decided to take a closer look at them. To analyze these vulnerabilities, I used my open source project Vulristics. It allows you to prioritize vulnerabilities using different data sources. To make the report more readable, I identified 1,389 of 14,606 vulnerabilities that have a public exploit on vulnerables.com and made a report only for those vulnerabilities. I specifically didn't groom the report in terms of detecting the type of vulnerability and vulnerable product. Since they are detected based on the description from NVD and this is not such an obvious process. So sorry for that. But it is still interesting to look through it to understand the limitations of Nessus. Let's start from the very top. Remote code execution in Microfocus Operation Breach Reporter, OBR, an enterprise metric solution. This vulnerability is used by Mirai Botnet and there is an exploit for this vulnerability in Metasploit. And plugins for detecting this vulnerability in Nessus and in general in Tenable products are not yet available. You can check it at tenable.com slash cve slash your cveid. Remote code execution in Apache Tapestry, an open source framework for creating web applications in Java. There is also a public exploit on GitHub and signs of exploitation in the wild. Further on this slide, there are no detailed proofs, but you can check everything yourself in the full report. Remote code executions in routers and video surveillance systems of various vendors. What other vulnerabilities are there? For example, there are many CMS vulnerabilities, especially WordPress plugins. Why don't Tenable detect them if a WordPress block is a completely normal situation for companies? It is probably just not a priority. So in conclusion, there is a problem. We have to live with it and somehow compensate. Customers of VM solutions look at vulnerability detection more broadly. Try to use several detection tools just because you scanned a host and don't see vulnerabilities in the report doesn't mean they aren't there. And it's not about zero days at all. Vim vendors, let's be friends. Let's talk about this problem and improve vulnerability detection. Analyzing your knowledge base in the simple way that I have presented can help you better prioritize security content developers' tasks, highlight issues, and possibly get more resources. If you work for a VM vendor, show this to the manager responsible for developing vulnerability detection checks. I am open to dialogue, ready to help you analyze your knowledge bases publicly or not. I believe that together we can make a difference. Thank you very much for your time. Links to full reports are in my blog and avilionofcom telegram channel. 
And that's it for today. Please subscribe and leave your comments. Bye.